Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is Tony Cotty, and you're listening to the We Are West End podcast. You are listening to the We Are West End podcast, and this is the opposition view with me, Will Pugh and Joe from Turfcast, the Burnley FC fan channel ahead of this weekend's game West Ham United against the Clarets in the Premier League. Joe, great to have you back on the show again. I'll be honest, and I think we've spoken about this before, I was I was a little bit gutted when you went down. I absolutely love a trip up to Turf Moor. Uh, me and my dad became a bit of a weird tradition. I think I've been up there about six or seven times for West Ham games. Yeah. Not able to go this weekend unfortunately. So I was glad when when you guys uh, got promoted again back in the Premier League, got a little soft spot for you lot up there at Turf Moor. Not going particularly well this season, mate. Bottom of the no. table, minus 21 goal difference, I believe. Lost every game at home, four points. Um, one win against Luton and then a draw, I think, against Forest. Um, yeah. How are you feeling? How are you among all that? Um, well, yeah, it's, it's not been the best start. Um, and you know, I, the worst thing about it is, is I came up with some expectation this year because of how good we were last year. And obviously with the manager that we've got now in Vincent company who wants to play in a certain way. And, you know, and there were chat, there were talks about us being the best ever championship side last season. You know, we, we there were a lot of, um, talk about us beating Reading's record points total. And if we didn't get promoted so early, I think we potentially could have beat that, but we kind of took our yeah. foot off the gas after we got promoted and then and then didn't come anywhere near it to be fair. Well, five no. points. But um I'd take winning the league at Ewood over that that uh, total, to be honest. So, you know, it all's well that um but um yeah, so I came up with some expectation. I did some I did some work for some like bookies and stuff who do some bits with the channel and I went on the overlap and I I was so confident and yeah. all that all that stuff out there of me is is out there now being confident and all these people you can see like oh, you remember you saying you think you finish about 30 12 13 like, yeah, yeah. um so yeah not been a great start we've been for want of a better phrase diabolical um <laughs> honestly we've been so bad like I, I i i am known for being quite pessimistic but those last right. 18 months has turned me and i was I remember I did this game. I did the preview for the first game against Man City, and Man City fan were like, 
what's your prediction? I'm like, 1-1. One, one. Yeah, we'll give you a really good game. Obviously, nowhere near. Get Nick lay a glove on him. Um, and now I'm back to the pessimistic Jordan. Now I'm like, that Palace game, the last game out, I was like, yeah, we're crap. We're not getting out of this. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, But we, we need a moment. Like I could... I look back at some of the seasons we've had before where we started slow. Not this slow, but we still started slow and we managed to turn it around under Sean Dyche um, a few times. Obviously, last last time, last season in the Premier League, we didn't. Uh, but we managed to turn it around a few times. And there was always a moment that you can look back on and say, that's when the season turned around. And we need we need one of them. We, we need we need one of them now. Um, we're looking at the West Ham game, obviously, as one of them. Uh, but I'm sure we'll get into it. It's whether or not it comes here. Um, it is a different debate, but obviously we've got you, then Sheffield United, then another four games against teams that are, you know, not not the big six or seven as yeah. it is now at Newcastle. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, a, a, a big chance to get points from now until the 23rd of December. So the 23rd of December, I think, you know, if, if we carry on playing like we have been, we'll be, we'll be down and out by then. Yeah. What's the... I've, I've a couple of things I want to talk to you about, really. Firstly, the home form, because... Turf or typically, I mean, look, I, I, I genuinely don't. I'm not doing this to be facetious or try and kick a man or a team while they're down. But it's easier to say the home form's poor. But you know, it's not like your away form's sensational. It's just the, the few points you have got have come away from home. Yeah, I, I sort of, I don't know, it's a bit sort of old football trope, but I feel like, I, you know, like. Burnley typically over the, the past few seasons, I mean, tell me if I'm chatting out my backside about this, but it always appears to be that, you know, the, the campaigns you've had when you've stayed up and, and you've put a good showing across of, of your team has always sort of been on a pretty strong foundation of, of home form. And uh, I don't like to you know buy into those cliches of it being a difficult place to go, but I just always felt you played your best football at Turf Moor at home. Yeah. Bit of a different environment for some teams to play football in. Um, that seems to have sort of, I don't know, disappeared. Is that fair to say, or is it just it doesn't really you know worse at home than away? Uh, it'd be difficult for me to argue against that if you know with, with the season that we've had so far. Like you mentioned it already. Every single game at home we've lost. We haven't got one point at home. I think that's what mm. six games. So six mm. games, six defeats. A few we've conceded five against Spurs, um, four against Chelsea. You know, it's it's not been enjoyable going on to the no. match um, no. recently. Uh, if if I'm if I'm being brutally honest, um, yeah. I actually haven't seen us get a point yet this season. Um, I've been to a few. <laughs> I've been to a few away games, but I've, Forest and Luton were both midweek, and having yeah, a five-year-old yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and stuff like that going midweek is very difficult for me. So I very rarely get to go midweek. But I haven't actually seen us get a point yet this season, and it's it's November, and I probably won't get to see us get a point until December at the, at the latest. Because all right, maybe yeah. So it's what the, on the time of recording this, the twenty first, for us to get a yeah. point, for for us to get a point against 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 anybody, it would have to be against you. And I, yeah. I, I don't. You've got a few injuries, and we'll get into it. But I still I still can't see it. Um, to be honest, no. um, but but you yeah, have a... no. Sorry, go on. Sorry, go on, mate. Sorry. No, I was just going to say, but yeah, I can't argue about the home form there because the stats the stats prove that we are dreadful at home. You've you've had some difficult teams, right? Just looking now: City, Villa, Tottenham, Man United, um, and Chelsea, and yeah. then obviously Palace was probably the first one where you'd you'd hope to give a bit of a better performance against yourself. Like all all of those teams, are, are, are sort of, you know, fairly intimidated and, and talented opposition. Yeah. So I, I guess. 
if you looked at it at the beginning of the season, regardless of when the games were, yeah, they might be ones that like Clarets fans might have just gone, you know what, we're probably going to lose them anyway, maybe. Yeah, I mean, the first few games, I remember every full time show, I'd be like, it's it's fine, you know, we've lost against City, it's not the end of yeah. the world. Then, then yeah. oh, we've lost against. At Spurs, you know, Villa the in the league. top five. Yeah. Villa, yeah. And, and we kept coming on to the show and saying that. And after about six games, you're like, okay, fair enough. Yeah, we've played, we've had a difficult start, but we're 12 games in now. And the last, mm. the last few games, forget the Arsenal match because that's another one where you just write it off. We shouldn't, you shouldn't, yeah. you shouldn't be in a position where you just write games off. But that's that's the situation we are in. That, now, that is the nature about. of the Prem a lot more. It is, it is a bit, isn't it? Like it's, it's quite annoying that. Yeah, it's quite annoying. But you shouldn't. I get a lot of criticism on Twitter for saying write this game off. It's fine there, but you should never write games off. So I just thought I'd get that in there. Um, yeah, yeah. But then, but then we went on and we played Brentford away, who had only won once at that point in the season. Um, yeah. Got absolutely smashed, um, <laughs> torn apart. Like that's the worst I've seen us play this season. Um, then we played um, Palace at home. This might not be in the right order. Played. No, in fact, no. We played Bournemouth away first. I think. And went yeah. one up and threw it away. They, that that was the first game they'd won that season. <clears throat> they hadn't won yet. That was the first game yeah. they'd won that season. And then Palace at home. You mentioned it already. Yeah. I said no. It's a game where you, if you want to stay up, you've got to be beating teams like that. And I mean it with the greatest respect to Palace, but you know they hadn't been great at that point. Mm. Um, so they're yeah, not historic. It's, it's, away either, are they? Palace? Yeah, it, but it's them three games that have proper turned me and been like, wow, we are pretty poor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what that's what I you know. I spent a lot of my podcast most of this season. You know, I mean, I'm a noisy sort of man anyway, and I'm banging my head against the wall listening to West Ham fans calling for the greatest manager in the modern era we've ever had to be yeah. sacked. Especially when, like, um, well, we were ninth in the uh, ninth in the table. Sorry, we are ninth in the table. Beat Arsenal in the League Cup and top of our Europa League group. What more do you want? Like, with yeah. West Ham. Um, yeah. And all like that's all I've been spending most podcasts every week going. We've had well tough games, like to be ninth after the games we've had. Yeah. Fans just ignore that. They just look at the amount of games we've played and the amount of points we got and go, oh, it's, a, "It's a disgrace or whatever." And I'm just like, "Well, we've played five of the current top seven. I think it's just it really does sort of annoy me sometimes. So I guess your home form, it, and and it's all." All those arguments like that, and it sounds like that's what you've been saying as well on your pod. Yeah. Um, but all those arguments like that do then you do get made to look a bit silly mm. when you lose the games that you should exactly win. that. Like, yeah. We lost home to Everton, and I was like, oh right, well I haven't really got a leg to stand on anymore. Yeah, I mean, there's a few of us that that do the full time show on the podcast, and one of them were quite outspoken at the at the start when I was saying, "Look, just forget about it." Like, yes, mm. we played crap, but it was against Man City. Well, we we didn't work that bad against Man City actually. Like, yes, we played crap, but it was against Spurs. Yes, we played crap, but it was against United. Yes, and then after after that, he's like, "Yeah, but you can't just keep saying if we were, if we were going down with like with battering performances or or something yeah. like that, then then I'd understand it." And I'm just like, "Let's just judge him." on these next three games and you go into these yeah. next three games and you lose them all with a whimper. And I was like, what can I say? Like, And, and now yeah. we're back into a set of games now, probably after you, but it's it's weird with, with, with West Ham because you never know which West Ham are going to turn up. Even now, even though yeah. I think you're a better side these days than what you were five years ago, I still feel like if, I ca- if we catch West Ham on a bad day, and we play to the levels that we got to last season. We'd have to we'd have to change completely from what we've shown this season. Then we could get a result. But then after that, yeah. you've got Sheffield United at home, and then if we lose next these next two matches, 
I think I think yeah that that's 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 us completely gone. But yeah, we, we've had we've had a patch of them three matches where we lost them all with a whimper, and I was like, mm. wow, yeah, I can't really defend them. Then then we got beat against Arsenal and, and we were a bit better. Um, but yeah, we're going back into some very important games now, so it'd be interesting to see where we are, especially on the twenty third of December. Joe, talk to me then about just briefly about Vincent Company. Uh, obviously, you know he represents a, a complete about turn in the direction Burnley wanted to go in. Sean Dyche, legend at your club um, for for what he did over such a long period of time. But obviously there there was a particular label, the type of football attached to that. I, I personally don't think he's quite as Sam Allardyce, Tony Pulis as people make him out to be. Um, but I think it's more just because he talks with a gruff voice. As you're talking to gruff voices, as you're choking to death on your cup of tea there. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so sorry, mate. Yeah, that's right. He did well to mute it. I was like, the bloke's going to die. I don't want him to <laughs> just pass out on the podcast. Um, and then you've, look, you know, Dice is gone, company in charge now. You mentioned the football you were playing last season. And I think it's kind of a, it kind of proves a little bit, you know, you have Pep Guardiola and Jurgen Klopp moaning when teams come up and, and play low block football and all that sort of stuff. But the fact of the matter is, if you come up and try and play football, you've got to be really good. And if you're not, you can get found out quite a lot, make it more difficult for yourself almost. What what do you make of company and the style? And, and you know, obviously it worked last season, but what that means for you and your prospects as a, as a mid to long term, like a stable Premier League side again, as you were for so many years under Dutch. Yeah, well, first of all, sorry because that was very that was ridiculous. Yep. <laughs> now you survived, I can tell you, it was funny. Yeah, yeah. Thirty <laughs> seconds after my child walked in as well, so there's been two moments in this pod that, that happened <laughs> once in a blue moon. So <laughs> that's ridiculous. Um, so sorry for that, mate. But um, but yeah, Cumbria, like, there's been a very very few shouts now of like we're clearly going to go down with a win, but get rid of him, and that's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like, it's totally <clears throat> ridiculous. Like, we clearly have a long term plan, and like. In my opinion, there's no right way, there's no wrong way to play football. I know mm. some fans are purists and they want to see football played in a certain way. I know West Ham fans will probably be quite vocal about that because like, there's, there's the West Ham way and stuff like that. Um, and, you know, there's there's certain clubs that want to see football played in a certain way. I think Villa are another one, Arsenal especially. Um, I don't think there's a right way or wrong way. If, if, if Dyche wants to set up with 10 men behind the ball and a lump up top, and Everton stay up because of that, then, you know, he's done his job, fair play to him. Um, But it's much more entertaining watching your team play and winning the way that we did last season. Like, I've seen Burnley finish seventh in the Prem under Dyche. Last season surpassed that, not in terms of what we achieved, but in in my enjoyment watching the club. I've seen us win the championship under Dyche. Winning the championship last season under company was, was a lot more enjoyable. Yeah, Just because of how good we were. Like, we were blowing teams away. Like, yes, we were good under Dyche in the championship. But we were just blowing teams away, and you you were going yeah. to games knowing that you were going to watch a very entertaining match. Yeah. Um. So to me, it, yeah, I, I will never criticise, and it'd be very hypocritical of me if I turned around and I was sort of saying like, "Oh, dash, what a dinosaur," you know, that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, because it's the last eighteen months of the dash reign was turgid. Like I hated it. Going to the games <laughs> was boring. The matches were boring. Um. Don't get me wrong; it's not exactly enjoyable right now in the prem. But, no. you know, it, it's it's just that the way that it went, I just didn't like the football. I didn't like the style. And then yeah, we were losing. Time for a change. Um, 
Yeah, it was. And, you know, some people now, <clears throat> they still criticise us, like, oh, look at how good Everton are. You should have kept Dice. Like, there's no way. Like, I don't see what people thought were happening. Like, a, a change of scenery has done us good, and it's done him good as well. It's the same with Tarkovsky. Yeah, Everton not that good either. Well, they're better than us. <laughs> well, yeah. To be fair, they, they should be better than us. Um, but but uh, but yeah, it's just that to me. I, I like I like the way we're trying to do things now. Yes, it might not be working this season. We might have to go down to regroup and come back. But again, that's something we did under Sean. Anyway, we got relegated yeah. in his first season in the Premier League and then went down and came back even stronger. If we have to do that with Vincent, then so be it. I think we'll be a better club for it. But. It, it ties into what the board are trying to do. Like the board wants to change the entire philosophy of the club and the way that the club is viewed by people like yourselves and top six fans and people all over the world. Because if you yeah. mention Burnley to a top six fan, they immediately pull the face and go, ah, horrible tin pot club, get them out at Prem and all that sort of stuff. Like nah, Burnley yeah, have a, Burnley me, have a right to be yeah, well, Burnley have a right to be there just as much as anybody. So the Luton, so the Bournemouth, so the Brentford, you know, there's, there's a group of the smaller they all got a right to be there, more right than Leeds at the minute because they've earned it. Mate. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But the, the the board trying to change the way that people view us, and part of that is the style of play. Part of that is the you know the um, the way that we are now being marketed in, in other countries. You know, having people yeah. like J.J. Watt on board. You know, talking about Burnley a lot. Obviously, for those who don't know, a, a, a former NFL Hall of Famer, I think. Not into yeah. the NFL much, but I know he's a big NFL. Um, but but yeah, so it's a lot. Of, a, a lot of it is around centered around that and what the new American owners are trying to do. But um, yeah, I, I if we go down, there's got to be a level though. Like at the minute, it's it's getting quite like tedious to watch. Like we, we need to start picking up and we need to start improving. But even if we went down, I would hopefully well hope that we keep Vincent company. But obviously, if we lose every week and beat Derby's record, that's going to become untenable. So we we do need to see something to argue with keeping him if if we do yeah. go down. In a perfect world, if we go down, obviously in a perfect world, we stay up. But in a perfect world, if we go down, I'd keep company and come back stronger with him anyway, with this style, with his philosophy, and then continue the upward trajectory, hopefully. Yeah, fair enough, mate. Right, look, <clears> Joe, um, got to the wrap-up. So just give us uh, a bit of a sort of what do you think is going to happen? What are you expecting from the game? on the weekend style wise and yeah sort of any I don't know team news you've got like what are you expecting you guys to set up in the game to play out and then uh, give us a score prediction to wrap up Saturday three o'clock Burnley v West Ham in the Prem. Yeah well I'm not sure how you're gonna approach this game at the minute because of all the injuries that you've got. Um I know I believe Bowen's out, I believe Antonio's out. I think I think Bowen's fifty fifty. Yeah. yeah. Detail's um, still a bit hazy but yeah. Yeah, well, hopefully, obviously, the, I presume your press conference will be on Thursday. I'm not sure when this is going out, but obviously, we've recorded this on Tuesday night. But I believe mm. your press conference will be on Thursday. I know ours will. So, hopefully, we'll have more of a picture at, at that point. But I think what you need to do is get the ball to to to, to Ward Prowse or somebody that can cross the ball in because we cannot handle crosses. So, if, if he's <laughs> injured, then happy days. Um, but just look at the goals that we conceded against Arsenal. Three crosses, two corners. Just not commanding the area very well. The goalkeeper was at fault for, for, for a couple of, of issues. The defenders as well. Like just the entire defensive unit just wasn't good enough in that match. Um, I'm hoping Ekdal is back. He was called up to the Sweden squad uh, for the current internationals, but he's not played yet this season for us. And then called up to the, the Sweden squad. Um, so he should be back. Um, but um, interesting to see what we do regarding Lyle Foster as well, because the last news was that he was having some time away from the game due to mental yeah, health issues. Too. So, obviously, the priority is that Lyle gets better. All Burnley fans, the priority is that Lyle gets better. But if Lyle is now feeling up to it and feeling better mm. and he can play on Saturday, then that, again, gives us a different dynamic. 
Um, <clears throat> I've got no confidence going into the game at all, though. So I, I am going to predict probably a 2 0 West Ham win, probably two goals from corners um, or, or a James Ward Prowse free kick, something like that, or a cross. But um, yeah, we'll. Um, We'll probably try and play out from the back. We might have more possession than you because we're at home. Yeah. And if you do anything that Palace do, you'll just sit back and hit us on the counter uh, and then win yeah, the match yeah. or, or or capitalise on some defensive mistakes because we made two against Palace and conceded two goals directly from it. Um, so we'll see. But yeah, um, if we catch you on a, <laughs> if we like catch you on a bad day, if we catch you on a bad day, we might we might get you. But um, it depends on the injuries and stuff like that, that like you've mentioned. Yeah, something I, I do agree. You know, we've, we're still sort of West Ham at heart. We will still have a bad game in us. I, I sort of always feel like we do okay at, at Burnley, and I always look forward to the game and fancy us to get a result sometimes. But it's it's not always an absolute given. And uh, and you're right, it all depends really on how the injuries play out this week. Whether Bone Antonio can play yeah. one or both, um, whether Mbama plays in, but guarantee you, mate. Danny Ings starts up front, you you won the game, so I wouldn't be. Well, you say that he likes a goal against us. Um, obviously, Burnley doesn't fans, like a goal at all anymore. <laughs> well, I, I don't. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll probably save the question for, for my podcast mainly because yeah. also me and you were going to record something tomorrow on my channel. But I do want to ask you what's got on there because I've noticed some like anti Ings comments, and obviously my some. image of Ings is very well. Yeah, it was quite. Well, I don't follow that many West Ham pages as yourself no, and a couple of other podcasts, and I'm yeah. seeing some anti Danny Ings stuff. And I'm like, what's got on there, like? Is a very well was a very good footballer. So has the injury yeah. just caught up with him? Age caught up with him? Uh, well, uh, the, the the listeners to my podcast have heard me moan about Danny Ings far too much. The introduction to this week's pod was literally like a five minute soliloquy from me about the um, striker situation. So I will save that one for your pod. Put it this way: um, the phrase "can't it a barn door." I think uh, it should sums it up quite nicely. But I promise I'll go into a bit more detail on yours when we chat tomorrow. Look, Joe, it's been absolutely brilliant having you on the We Are Sam podcast again. We always appreciate your yep. time. I've got a soft spot for Bernie. I'm looking forward to the game on Saturday. Important for us and you, I think. that um, Yeah, know, we need to start getting some points. Exactly that, mate. Exactly that. But listen, I hope it's not this weekend but then I hope you do pick up after that and stay in the league for another year. That's Joe there from the Turfcast, Burnley FC fan channel ahead of Saturday, three o'clock, Turf Moor, Burnley v West Ham in the Premier League. Thank you to Joe. Thank you lot for listening and watching. I've been Will Pugh. This has been the Opposition View on the We Are West Ham podcast. That's all from me and Jonesy for this week. Enjoy the game on Saturday. We'll be back early next week as usual as we head in to the busy December, end of November, festive period, which really can make or break lots of team seasons, including the Hammers. Thanks very much. Up the Hammers, West Ham are still massive. We'll see you next week. Hi, this is Tony Cotty, and you're listening to the We Are West Ham podcast. Podcast Network.